I think just this summer, I kind of honestly just hit like a breaking point. I gotta make a change in my life. Yeah. Or I'm not gonna last. Like yeah. everything I'm doing is is gonna be for nothing if I don't have my physical health. I go hard on this transformation in the gym because I've said I'm gonna do this so many times. It was so much partying and like after one weekend, I put it on my Instagram, called it the legendary Toronto Bender. And you're not thinking, you're just go, 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 go. We're selling merch. We're like doing, getting big videos and stuff. So now I got to do what I got to do. All right, Gary's got my back. Every week I'm going to earn the send. I definitely was living like an extremely unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. Your enzymes in your liver show no inflammation, no irritation. Your poison levels, the alkaline phosphatase is way down. The filtering rate of your kidneys is through the roof. Your triglycerides are perfect. Your cholesterol is in a great range. Yeah, it just makes you better at everything you do, right? When you're yeah. mentally focused and clear and you mm -hmm. learn to apply to all other areas of your life. You gotta put in that physical work. It's a grind business. You can't take your foot off the gas. Don't awesome. come to us with 100K. Don't come to us with a million dollars a year. I'm not doing anything that's not gonna be a billion dollar play. We would get like 300,000 people on the site at the time of a drop. Our biggest one was $13 million in like 22 minutes. I have to be an ultimate human to be like the best leader I could be. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ultimate Human Podcast. I'm your host, human biologist, Gary Brecco, where we go down the road of everything anti-aging, longevity, biohacking, and everything in between. This is a really awesome day for me, um, you know, because I have a friend, uh, someone who's been a client of mine for, for a number of years. I actually just found out that you've been a client for almost two years now. Um, he is an icon in the social media world, in the brand building world. You're going to know who this guest is. Um, he is the founder of the Nelk Boys, um, someone that I'm, I'm really happy to call a personal friend. Welcome to the podcast, Kyle Forgo. Thank you, bro. Appreciate What's going you. on, brother? Thanks for having me. Appreciate Dude, you. We did a little biohacking before I know this, we did. Yeah, we, we did. We just did the Full Sun podcast, and then we did what? Cold Plunge, Steam Room. I don't know what that hydrogen we, tub was. Yeah, we did cold plunge. We my did neck was room. just fucked up 20 minutes ago, and now it's good. So is it? Yeah, it feels a lot better. Yeah, it's amazing. We or you um, put him in a um, nano bubbles of hydrogen, right? I mean, it looks like something out of a sci-fi novel. Yeah. Um, wait till people see the pictures of you with the goggles on and the. Every time we come here, it's just fun. We get to do the whole biohacking setup. This setup's crazy. So. Yeah. Love no. It. No. I I love it, and I love that you guys are so into it. You know, I, and we're going to talk about a little bit about our health journey. Kyle's agreed to like be fully transparent with it, which I love. So we're going to talk about where his labs were and and where his labs have gone because, um, you know, one of my main themes is I just think people need to get data on their bodies. Hundred percent. Um, but I want to talk about your journey too because it's it's you know I have a deep level of respect for you guys. Um, just as human beings have gotten to know you and your family and your, 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 your partners, and you guys are just great humans. We've got a, a lot of great relationships in common. Um, but you founded the Nelk Boy. You originally started in Canada. Yeah. Right? We started in Canada. I'm from just outside Toronto, Mississauga, Ontario. So I think I made the channel in 2010. So, so. you... So this is, and when you say made the channel, you, were you on YouTube? YouTube, the YouTube channel, yeah. Okay. It was called actually Nelk Films with like a Z when I made it. Just okay. I didn't, wait, I didn't Now you think, know he's from Canada with a Z. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just Z. gave it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I just made it not, like not thinking anything, just making a channel even to like comment on other people's shit or like other people's Are videos, subscribe around, just... to them. And then, yeah, I've always just been making videos since I was like a kid, like just for fun. And then I'd put them on Facebook, like funny videos messing around and then in high school i got like 
really good at like the directing, directing and like editing side of stuff. Okay. So like when I was in like high school, I wanted to be like a director. Oh wow. That's what I wanted to do. So I was like, I was shooting short films, like even okay. serious shit, like not pranks. Really? We were doing both. We'd shoot like serious shit. We'd shoot like sketch comedy and then we'd go fuck around and do a prank. Like we were doing everything. Really? And we we're, but for the short films, I was like winning awards and stuff. And were you trying, you were trying to put together an actual film, like a real story, like yeah, a like, short movie. Yeah. Like short films. Yeah. Like wow. we would enter the competitions in school and stuff and we would win. I would win every single year. So then, um, my parents obviously wanted me to go to university to like get a degree and stuff too. Right. And so I applied to this film program that. It was like uh, you get the college, like, you know, real world film experience, mm -hmm. but you also get a degree. Oh, so that wow. was like the program I really wanted to get into. I got into that. I was like, all right, this is sick. Like, this is the directing program I want to be in, you know. Then we were still doing YouTube on the side and our YouTube started to like pick up, you know. We'd get mm. like 10,000 views and then 15,000 views and then like one video would hit like 200,000 views. Wow. Yeah. So then and I was in school and I was just like. You're in high school. No, I was in like university oh, at the okay. time, like first semester in university when the YouTube started to like take off. I think yeah. we we're at like thirty thousand subscribers. Okay. And I was just in the school, and I was just like, I don't feel like I'm actually like learning anything that's actually going to help me make it. You know, and you weren't passionate. About like when it. you're getting a degree too, like you're not just doing film. Like I had to take like an art class where I'm like drawing shit and I can't draw for shit. <laughs> or I had to take like art, I can't either. I had to take like art history. Just like, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. just sitting there. And then the when bullshit. it did when it did come to the film classes, not to like shit on university teachers, but you're kind of learning from someone that didn't really like make it at the end of the day. Right. But the, obviously you can learn a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? Like I just didn't feel like they were focused on like the business of film. Mm. Like everyone there would like say like their favorite movie was like some Japanese art film I've never heard of. And I was like, how are you guys going to make like, a living doing this you know right. I, like i like just watching like hollywood movies and i wanted to like do that you know so then i decided to drop out and i told my parents i was just like listen mm -hmm. if i want to be a director or be my own like businessman be my own boss mm -hmm. i feel like this youtube route is the way to go because like i could build my own platform i could build my that own that was audience. early in youtube too man early yeah yeah there was, it was something called the youtube partner program and it was um where you could make money off youtube they had like almost just introduced it Okay. And I was watching all the YouTubers and they were getting like millions of views and they were in the YouTube partner program. And I was like, there's no way you can like make a living off doing YouTube. Yeah. Like I was like, that sounds like the fucking dream. This was before anybody who knew what an influencer was. Oh, yeah. Right? Was, I mean, there, there were no nothing. influencers. This was like 20, yeah, 2012. Yeah. Around there, 2012, yeah. 2013. So Pre influencer. It was era. totally different, yeah. you know? And yeah, I saw all those YouTubers doing it and they were making money and they were like, you know, getting rich off YouTube too. Like yeah. they were balling. And I was like, damn, like that would be the dream. So once we got that little bit of traction, we started making like a thousand dollars a month. Like I remember our first check from Google was like, like you got it in the mail. Yeah. Like I was so pumped to like, I kept checking the mailbox every single day. I was like, when's this coming? When's this coming? Like Cause you got the email like, all right, you're being sent like $530. And then, like, I went in the mailbox and, and checked it. was this because people were watching your videos and they're throwing ads on yeah, it? Yeah, they're okay, throwing cool. ads on it. So, yeah, I remember we got that first check. It was, like, yeah, 500 bucks or 250 bucks, something like that. But I was, like, this is, like, sick. This is legit. I got a yeah, business. Yeah. And then we were, you know, we were making enough money to kind of just sustain the operation. Like, we yeah. weren't, pa like, making, pocketing money, you know. But we made enough to, like, start traveling or whether we had to buy props or, you know, we got to buy new SD cards or the camera breaks. 
just yeah. enough to kind of fund that and operation. And what were you like focusing on? Were you were pranks mainly? We were was doing, that what was we were doing a lot like of skits, like short sketches. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, the pranks is what really, that's when it started to like kind of take off. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jackass was kind of big yeah, around that sure. era. Yeah. And so was it like kind of like. There was like a whole group of pranks was like a huge like trend on YouTube okay. that everyone was doing. And mm -hmm. I think we were trying them out and we were getting like traction on it. But um, I think everyone was kind of trying to copy that typical prank formula yeah. since everyone else was doing it. But when we got big was when we really just kind of started being ourselves and like drinking beers, like making cocaine jokes, like just like <laughs> just saying like shit that no one else was saying on YouTube. I right. think everyone was very PG. Okay. So when we like we would go to like an L.A. party and like shotgun a beer. And like people would look at us like we're aliens. Well, I remember your trip to Mexico that oh, well, you guys yeah. did. The, the, that whole that was a couple years later, but yeah. that was pretty intense. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, what well, I think we did. The, I only went to a winery and oh, yeah. wine all over yourselves. And yeah, like, <laughs> that's one of our funny ones. We did the wine tour where we'll go the wine tour. Basically, yeah. ruin a wine tour. We'll have to run some B roll of that into the into the podcast because it was pretty pretty hilarious yeah so you're making all you, you, so you're you're doing pranks you're and you're and you're doing it on youtube and you're starting to make money and what's gaining traction is just you guys being yourselves and you're just who who's making up the who's making up the scenarios that you're doing would you guys sit down and plan this shit and probably go? all yeah all of us just brainstorming whether yeah. you're in the car or just chilling like you're always my mind's always going yeah like i'm thinking on planes like i'll wake up to take a piss in the middle of the night and i'm i might honestly think of an idea that we use like, and I feel like my go. mind never shuts off. Yeah. So it's always been like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing. I mean, like, um, it's good. There's something called consummate overachiever profile where people, they hold themselves to a really high standard in whatever they're doing, right? It could be vlogging, pranks, Instagram, YouTube, football. It could be professional, professional sports. Um, we actually looked at your, your genetic profile and you have this consummate overachiever profile, which is where your mind is just constantly running, yeah. right? And you're never satisfied with the status quo. No. And that's why a lot of people get to a certain position in life and you look at them and you go, why is this guy still going, right? I mean, doesn't he have everything he, he wants? Mm -hmm. um, and so theoretically, you could throw it in neutral right now. Um, but what was the transition from doing these videos and, and gaining eyeballs on YouTube? You, you started to turn it into a real company like real yeah. products i think real on, the, on the business side and the financial side and, and we started like we, when we would travel we would stay at fans houses because we couldn't even afford to like stay in hotels because really? of how much we were traveling so yeah we literally started like pretty much just broke like i said so yeah we would put on snapchat and we would say like hey who's we're in dallas like who wants who, who can we crash who can we crash at and then i would go on snap and i'd like kind of vet them talk to them for a sec and then i'd facetime them and I could right. just kind of get a gauge after that if they were like weird or not. Yeah. And no one was ever weird. We probably stayed at like 30 different fans' houses. Really? We just crash on their couch or wherever they'd Dude, let those us stay. fans nowadays are like, dude, that yeah. ain't on my couch. <laughs> yeah. We still tap in with like a lot of them and stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of that's cool. Cause they were part of a, you know, like the early, the early yeah. chapter. But when we started to like make it more on the business side, what really kind of made, we'd do like an odd brand deal. But our, our whole thing was that YouTube stopped paying us. Because we were too like R-rated, controversial. Yeah, so they I, didn't cancel you though. They, they didn't cancel us. Almost they did, but um, yeah, they they stopped paying us, so we okay. weren't making any money off YouTube. Like that five hundred dollar check was like we made more back then than like 
when it came to like 2015, 2016, we weren't making anything. Wow. So we're like, and that was just because we were R-rated. We were making those type of jokes. YouTube right. didn't want to monetize our videos. Okay. So, but it was honestly a blessing in disguise because it kind of forced us to get smart. Mm. And it's like, okay, now if YouTube's not paying us, how do we build like businesses around our audience? So what what we did was we launched like merch. Mm. So, so that's like a real tipping point. Um, it was yeah, it was huge. I mean, yeah. it was like we got to have entrepreneurs do that. Yeah, and it, it was a blessing in disguise because all these other YouTubers that kind of like they're making hundreds of thousands a month. Yeah, and we're just watching. We're like, fuck, like we're not we're not making that. So right. But I think it was a, yeah, it was a blessing in disguise because like those people didn't really have to build anything long term. Right. They were just getting that quick money, but. I hope they saved it because now they have, they don't have anything long term. You know what right. I'm saying? We were forced to build like a brand okay. that, you know, so we launched merch and then we would do it where. And you, were you still in Canada at this time? No, we were, we were going back and LA? forth, but we were probably in LA. Okay. Yeah. Back and you forth. Went, the most important part of my morning routine beyond any shadow of a doubt is breath work. I decided to write a free three-day breathwork guide and host a three-day breathwork challenge absolutely free. Go to theultimatehuman.com, theultimatehuman.com, download the free breathwork guide and join me for a three-day breathwork challenge. It's completely free. I will see you guys there. Most of us have a very difficult time meeting our protein needs and certain protein sources like whey protein and others can be as little as 20% absorbable. This is 99% absorbable and it has all of the essential amino acids that the body needs to build lean muscle, to recover, to improve our exercise performance, and most importantly, to repair after we have intense exercise. So this is called Perfect Amino by Body Health. It's like I said, 99% absorbable. It only has two calories. Eventually the caloric intake has virtually no caloric intake. It will not break a fast. It tastes amazing. You mix it in water. I take this literally every single morning. If you're working out in a fasted state, you have to take a full spectrum amino acid prior to your workout to preserve your lean muscle and make sure that you're recovering properly. And again, it will not break your fast. So the caloric impact is virtually zero. You get all of the full spectrum amino acids. It tastes wonderful. I use it every single day. You can go to bodyhealth.com forward slash ultimate. That's bodyhealth.com forward slash ultimate and look for the perfect aminos. They actually come in capsules if you're on the go or it becomes in several flavors that they make in a powder, which I love. It's flavored with natural um, uh, means of flavoring. So there's no artificial sweeteners in here. So this is one of my absolute favorite products. Give it a try. If you're working out at all, you need a full spectrum amino acid. Go to bodyhealth.com forward slash ultimate. That's bodyhealth.com forward slash ultimate. I love their lab tested products. You can actually see the absorption rate for all of their products. They've got great electrolyte protein combinations. My favorite is the perfect aminos. Bodyhealth.com forward slash ultimate. And now back to the ultimate human podcast. Canada, LA, and now Miami, but so yeah. you're in LA, you're still getting eyeballs on YouTube, but then the eyeballs aren't monetizing it. So you're like, how do we build a product around this? Yeah. So um, we just decided to do merch and that, and what we would do for that is we, we tried to go like more like high end quote unquote with it. It was kind of more like a clothing line mm -hmm. and we coined the term full send. 
Okay. So we heard, like, I think I heard one of my buddies say it. Yeah. And then we just started saying it in videos, full send. And it just yeah. became like, you know, oh, that, it's a, it's that, a household that term's term like bigger than us. Like yeah. you don't need to know Nelk to know the name like full send. No, it's so true. So man. we started putting it on shirts and stuff and we would do it limited. So we'd only make like 2000. Once it sells out, it sells out. We never restock that design. So it kind of became like the supreme of like YouTuber merch. It did. Like I actually have a um, uh, confession to make and a little bit of a bone to pick you for, with you because my son was like, youngest son dylan was adamantly following you guys and he'd be like dad can can i use your credit card i want to there's there's a merch drop this no month i'm like what do you mean a fucking merch what like first of all what's a merch drop he's like oh dude that, that you know full sends doing a merch drop and i was like he's like yeah when i get that's a lanyard so that. i'm like yeah here i swear to god i think i still have it um and i, and I want my 52 bucks back by the way <laughs> he paid 52 dollars for a lanyard so he takes my amex and he buys this thing and it comes to the house and i was like what is this? And it was like a little lanyard and said full send on it. Had a little club. I'm like, you paid 52 bucks for this thing. Who are these guys? Right? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so your shit was bucks. working. It was $52. You guys are, oh, oh, it might've been a reseller. That. Like you Maybe, would drop yeah, the merch stuff would get reselled and then it would, yeah. And then it would sell out. And he was like, I had to get it on a third party website. Yeah. That's it. Can you throw me that thing? Let me let me show you guys what my I've paid fifty two dollars for. Yeah, I think we were selling them for ten bucks. But. Okay, well my son paid fifty two on a reseller website. Dude. So can I can I keep this now? Yeah. All right. Cool. It's my full it's send. It's a bottle full opener send. too. Yeah, it's a bottle opener yeah, yeah. too. See, he's trying he's trying to build value in it. That's a that's an entrepreneur right there. It's not just a lanyard. It's also a bottle opener. But I mean, you know, hats off to you guys because I know I could not have been the only parent that was like funding this. And he was cultishly addicted to it because I remember he kept talking about these merch drops. So these are these merch drops. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, and it was it was kind of crazy because like our fans were the ones, that's literally how we were making our money. Like we were not doing any brand deals. Like no brands wanted to fuck with us either. Like right. YouTube didn't want to pay us. If there was a brand deal, it was minimal money. It wasn't worth our time. No big brands wanted to touch mm. us. So the only way we were making money is off these merch. Like, like we would make videos for our fans. They were buying merch, and it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And we do bigger and bigger drops. And like, wow, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if anyone's really yeah. done what we've done with merch in like that space. Can we talk about the numbers? You comfortable talking about yeah. this? Like, what 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 are we talking about? I mean, about? At, at the height of it, it was like we would get like three hundred thousand people on the site at the time of a drop. Wow. So yeah. you would like, so you using YouTube to tease this. YouTube, you Instagram, all our socials. So we'd build it. up the hype. We'd say the date and we'd plan like a whole trip. We'd kind of see when our merch drop was going to be. So it's mm. like, all right, we want to do a trip. We're going to like, we went to Europe for eight weeks mm. and we shot and edited and uploaded a video every single week. Every week. So we'd go to Germany, shoot the video like shoot for four days then the editors would be there they'd get the footage they'd edit it they'd have three days to edit it we'd post it boom it's live mm. and in that video we'd announce all right guys in two months we have a we have a full sun drop it's going to be the summer drop okay and then we'd upload every single week and, and then you constantly to build the hype scarce right like so that, yeah so things would always sell we'd out. always we'd always make it scarce to where and they were they were selling out in like five minutes wow but yeah we would we would always show how many people we had on the site and yeah, I think at the height it was like three hundred and like five thousand people. That's insane. Our biggest one was like thirteen million dollars in like twenty-two minutes. No gross revenue. Yeah, thirteen million dollars in twenty-two minutes. Now you guys know Done. you're 
on to something. Yeah. I mean, it was insane. Wow. It was, it was fucking crazy. So then where does it go from there? Cause now, now the merch is a part of the journey and people are like, I mean, dude, I see it everywhere now. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that UFC, happy dad, full send. I mean, you guys have just done incredible, especially in what I consider to be a really kind of super competitive space there's mm -hmm. so much noise out on social media mm -hmm. you know i often think about how how do you break through all that noise and and um so you got merch drops you're traveling you're doing these um you're continuing to use videos the youtube channel i assume is blowing up at this point too mm -hmm. did they ever come back and start monetizing youtube no we still don't get monetized <laughs> um, even on the nelk channel right now we don't really the podcast is a little more brand safe <clears throat> and okay. youtube likes podcasts yeah. but um we don't even care about the ad money like yeah to, and then you also now you can't use copyright music no so we just we rather use like a 50 cent song and a montage than use some royalty free shit right right exactly yeah i mean um so you start dropping the merch and then it continues to evolve right um where do like the shahidis and brothers come in and, and yeah so yeah merch is killing it we're just like you know we're doing our thing and then yeah, I was always just kind of like, obviously, we were living in L.A. at the time, too. At this, mm -hmm. Now we're full-time L.A. And I always just want to, yeah, I was always looking for the right people to come in and just kind of help me, like, legitimize the business, mm -hmm. you know? Because, like, I was pretty good at what I did, too, but I'm also, like, a creative mind, too. Like, I don't have real-life business experience. Right. Um, so, you know, we'd meet different people, and I was always keeping my eye out. I know we needed someone to come in and kind of, run the business side of things properly if we want to really build like a billion dollar brand yeah so i would meet like some people and we honestly even partnered with like <laughs> like bad apples like we got <laughs> close to like holy shit we yeah. would not be here if we partnered with those type of people but yeah and you know i think every entrepreneur goes through that of course. at some point and yeah, yeah. you got to be careful don't partner with be very careful i'm sure you know about choosing your partners oh. god it's like choosing your spouse I yeah mean, it, it is, is you got to be very careful um, but yeah, I met John and Sam. I think that, uh, I think, I think John had DM'd me, mm -hmm. but he was out to dinner with, um, he told me the story. He, he was out to dinner with Justin Bieber mm -hmm. and we were at the same restaurant and, and we had talked online, me and John, mm. but then I, I think like, in Ju LA. yeah, yeah. Ju Justin had like, he's from Canada too. So okay. he'd seen our shit yeah. and I think he'd like fucked with the videos. So okay. he, he asked John if we could go say hi to like come up to us so like they <laughs> like they came up to our table i was like holy fuck like, yeah this is justin, justin bieber, bieber. Yeah. i've looked up to him like growing up in canada just like yeah. what he was able to achieve and then we met that way and i met john that night and then we i think we grabbed dinner me and john and sam like mm -hmm. literally the next night and we kind of just talked and like they said listen like no we, they were they were talent managers right i mean yeah they, they, i mean bieber canada like the, yeah, yeah they were they were managing talent and then bieber invested in their company the okay. shot, like the shots company yeah they, so they're working with like I, I was i would see john like through bieber stuff too so i was right. kind of like aware of them but i didn't really know exactly what they did but yeah when we met at dinner we just honestly kind of like instantly clicked yeah even just as like friends oh, like dude, we just vibed humans, yeah I, they're they're the best and Super then um they kind of just said like yo how can we help yeah. Like we, we'd love to do something with you guys. Like we know they're like, we know the merch is already kind of killing it. We don't want to step on any toes there, but they're like, how can we help? And I was like, listen, if you guys want to project managing something, if you guys want to project manage something, I was like, I want to start a fucking alcohol. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, if you guys want to take that project on and you guys project manage that, 
I was like, let's do it. Because wow. so that's the genesis of Happy Dad Seltzer. Yeah. What I kind of didn't t say too is that in all those videos we were doing, we were drinking like fucking fish. Yeah. Every f every <laughs> yeah. fucking video, like yeah. we were drinking Coronas, and we repped. Uh, we we would say Rona season. Ah. So and yeah. we were selling Corona wouldn't pay us too. Like we kind of tried to contact them, but they didn't yeah. want to touch us. Right. Because we're like drinking in public at that point and <laughs> right. like doing crazy shit. I I kind of understand it now that I'm in the alcohol space. But we were selling Rona season shirts. Uh, I kid you not. We sold twenty thousand in twenty four hours. No, they just, just said Rona season. Rona season. <clears throat> so Dude, I was what like, "What was that doing for their and, brand?" And I would go. Then I'd pull up to frats and we'd pull up to parties, and everyone's drinking Corona, and everyone's in real life saying Rona season, Rona season. And I'm like, when I saw that, I was like, "Okay, we have a fucking influence on this shit. Like, yeah. we have a real influence." And when yeah. I saw what we did with Corona, I was like, I'm not doing anything in alcohol that's not going to be a billion dollar play. That's I was like, don't awesome. come to us with 100K. Don't come to us with a million dollars a year. Like other alcohol companies would come to us and be like, hey, want like between all of Nelk, you guys want like 10% of this alcohol company? And I was like, get the hell out of here. Like, yeah. This, this play so is going to be a billion dollar play. So <laughs> when I met them, that's why I said, I want to start an alcohol. Wow. So after that, we kind of, we just did it. And but then, did you um, guys go through a whole bunch of iterations? Should we do tequila? Of course. Should we do vodka? Should we do a seltzer? Yeah, I think we knew at that point that I, I wanted to do a seltzer because we had started drinking seltzers at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, even back then, we were everyone was starting. We were hitting the gym. Okay. And we knew seltzers were like slightly more healthy. Alcohol is not healthy. We can't, right. You can't, can't, say, you can't right. say it's healthy. Yeah. But um, yeah, beers, like, you know, they bloat you high in carbs and stuff. Like yeah. we were talking about. Yeah, we talked about it on the pod. So we knew we wanted to start a seltzer, and then they brought in the, the Butow brothers, who are our partners as well. They have like a long history in the alcohol industry, mm. and we kind of started from a point of this like seltzer, and then we tasted it. We said, change this, 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 mm -hmm. but it was completely from scratch. Wow. So it took us- that's a crowded us space too. I mean, the crowded. seltzer space is crowded. It was more, yeah, it was crowded. It's more crowded, I think, over the last two years than it was mm -hmm. then. But yeah, it took us probably like a year and a half between the different taste tests to get the flavor to where we Before wanted it. Before you launch it. it. Yeah, because we would try it, say, all right, change this. This one needs less sweetener. This one needs more. This one's too carbonated, mm. like flavor-wise. Right. And then it would take another month to get the sample back. Then it's like, oh, almost there. Change this, change that. Wow. It took us like, yeah, like eight they or ten. They are pretty good, man. I don't rep alcohol, but they are good. Man. I think <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's the I mean, best seltzer out there for it sure. It is. It's, yeah. it's, it's freaking delicious. Um. But you're you're breaking into um, you know kind of a I don't want to say bratty brand in a, in a negative way, but this is you don't have like the icon of Budweiser or, mm -hmm. or you know big established brands, yeah. and you're breaking into a crowded space. So how did you get distribution? I mean, how do you get how do you get Southern Wine and Spirits and shelf space if you know you don't yeah. have that so that so that was kind of yet. like that's what I kind of looked for from. John and Sam, and they honestly, they're doing a fucking insane, I know. incredible I talk, I job. I talk to Sammy sometimes, John too, and they just blow my mind yeah. with their business acumen. Yeah. I'm like, where did these guys come from? They're like business That's, that's what I mean about choosing good partners is that like, I knew that what Nelk brought to the table, I think when you're choosing a partner, you got to realize like what you bring to the table and what the other people are going to bring to the table. And like each person has to play their role properly, you know? Right. That's why like, we're not gonna be able to build happy dad by ourselves. Like right. I'm aware of our influence. I'm aware of like what we can do to make people buy it. But 
I don't want to know about trucks and fucking what shipments are going like what so you got to know when to like let go of like what you're what you're good at and what you're not good at you know right so that's what like sammy and john are doing like the business side of happy dad Mm -hmm. they're absolutely crushing it no they're so but yeah but what john did was um yeah the GoPuff founders like raf and yeah they're 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 some of the first to believe in us and uh they got us in bevmo which is the biggest chain in uh california okay so and grutman too is he grutman's been like an amazing yeah he helps us out like crazy he got it into all his restaurants and obviously he's connected us with so many different people yeah same with me david booth at rndc um so just like yeah that's how it kind of started and then we just used our our sales data to you know once it started selling in bevmo which is the biggest chain in california then total wine calls then then eventually we can pitch it to Publix. And, and it's just a domino are effect. Still organically that. building the brand, right? I mean, yeah. like, you, so all basically, the this same is way in we did videos. merch. It's yeah. like it's in the videos. It's on Instagram. Now, yeah. when we're shooting videos, it's like, yo, how are we going to integrate Happy Dad into the videos? Yeah, right. And then you're, but you're, um, you, you know, you got the YouTube channel. You're integrating it into the videos, but then you're also doing you you go to destinations and you do pop ups and you do other things. Well, the alcohol industry is, and, is such an old school business, right? So yeah. it's it's really a shaking hands business that you got to put in that physical work. Mm. And it's like, it's a grind business. You can't take your foot off the gas. So we're also aware, like, yeah, if we pull up, like, I think next week we got to go to, like, South Carolina. And we're mm. going to, like, a couple, like, but And what do you do? Nowhere. You parachute into South Carolina and you hit we'll a couple? We'll pull up. We'll pull up to liquor stores, announce we're going to be there. Yeah. Go meet the liquor store owners, thank them, like, thank them for carrying us, like, supporting us as well. And yeah. then, yeah, we'll draw a crowd there, probably, like, 300 people or whatever, like, some are bigger than others. Right. We'll sell the shit out of the product. But then we'll also kind of drop, like, a local bomb when we go there. Because yeah. we'll hit the small towns, right? We're not going to, like, just, like, Dallas, L.A., New York, Miami. Right. Like, we're going to, like, buttfuck nowhere, South Carolina. <laughs> we'll go, we'll go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. We like hitting the small towns Dude, like, I love that. where there's and nothing going on. So then everyone like hears about it. Like, who are these guys that are here? Yeah. Oh, oh they have this seltzer happy dad. Like, and then next thing you know, everyone's trying did, it. And, did, does it still shock you that like you get on site and, and so many people in a bumblefuck middle of nowhere town know you? It's and, crazy. And, yeah. and what's crazy now is that, like I said, I made the channel in 2010 and like, I think we started selling merch like, yeah, 2014. Wow. Well, at these meetups, people will pull up and merch that we sold, like no lie, nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. And they're still rocking and the merch. And they're rocking it. And they're like, we, I've been watching you for nine years, like 10 That's years. That's so awesome, which man. Which is crazy. So. That's such a cool journey, man. But yeah, no, Happy Dad's just... It's it's crushing it, and yeah. that's it's exactly it, the way that I wanted to do it. Was there ever a time that you maybe thought that you weren't going to make it in that? I mean, in Happy did, Dad, it, or just in Happy general? Dad? No, in Happy Dad, did it just kind of? No, the initial I, I knew it was gonna. I knew if we had distribution, it was gonna fucking sell. Yeah. The only tough part, I I knew Nelk could push it. I knew we could get that initial spike. Mm-hmm. Um. I knew if we had distribution, that's why I looked to John and Sam and I knew like, all right, these guys are the right people. They're connected. They're smart. They know how to run a business. If they can get distribution and we can cause, you know, the initial hype, this is going to be a home run. Dude, that's so awesome. Yeah. So, um, fast forwarding a little bit, uh, you know, I, I meet you in 2022. Um, and it, we started at, health journey together mm-hmm. yeah. um with you and it, and it was cool because 
Um, I think Grutman introduced us. Yeah. Yeah. And and you were like, I just I want to get dialed in. I'm traveling. I'm not sleeping. Uh -huh. You know, I want to get some info. And you know, so we we decided you know we decided we were going to work together. And and I, I got some numbers here because these are astounding. And you know, I always like to because this is a health and wellness podcast. I always like to talk about what impact has it made on you. Um, to have just gotten a hold of your health, like when to just improve your sleep and and to just start getting some data on your body so that you can better operate your business. And then I want to go into some of the numbers because yeah. people people are always interested, like, well, what exactly did you do? Um, I think it's everything, man. I think that like, you know, like I said, I've been doing this for a while. So I've been traveling like staying at fans houses and then just like you're partying, you're drinking. Like yeah. I did that for like, God, we're just kind of, we're still not, <laughs> we're still not slowed down. We're still yeah. not slowed down, but now we're better at, I'm older now turning 30 next year. So like the hangovers hit me way harder, but yeah. you know, back then when you're like 21, to yeah, like, when you're 21, so like even 25 makes up for everything. You don't feel shit. So yeah. like, dude, we're traveling, we're drinking almost like, I don't know, every day, every like other day. Mm hmm. And you're not thinking, you're just go, 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 go. We're selling merch. We're like doing, getting big videos and stuff. So I definitely was living like an extremely unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. And it didn't really affect me. But then the older I got, it really started to, to hit me. You started me. to notice it. Yeah, it started to affect me mentally, especially the last, I mean, honestly, as recently as like probably this summer. Mm. That's when it really like... I was like, yo, I got to make a change in my life yeah. or I'm not going to last. Like yeah. everything I'm doing is, is going to be for nothing if I don't have my mental health right. and my physical health. But and what was the biggest things that were like bringing that to your attention? I think it was just, it was just like, Tired. just the way I felt after like, you know, like I'll still go, I'm still going out. I'm not like right. sober or anything, but it's just about balance. Right. And I think tomorrow morning, want to space tomorrow morning. Yeah. Dude, I love this tactic though. <laughs> yeah, go to yeah. bed at like a regular normal hour. Yeah. Then get up at five in that's the morning. That's just going to be a funny then, video. That's going to be awesome. But I thought that was hilarious because you guys are like, we're going to space. I'm like, oh, that's freaking hardcore. Yeah. Like, no, we're actually going to go to bed and then get up and then go to space. <laughs> yeah. But no, I was just adding up. It was just like all those years of drinking and partying and then the benders like mm -hmm. if you do three days in a row of partying you're fucking yeah. done like i'm done now yeah you know? so i think i've kind of done that in my life already now and like i've partied with every celebrity yeah. i've met everybody i've been i've experienced so much cool shit that now i'm just kind of just like it's it's harder to get me out of the it's it's harder to convince me to come out and party. Yeah. To be honest, you know, like yeah. I'll go out if it's something dope. Like we went to what the Fountain Blue opening. Yeah, that was sick. Like those are times where it's like cool shit like that, you know. But yeah. if it's not anything like just to go out and party. Yeah, just to go out and party. It's just like. Yeah, not it's worth whatever it. now. Hey guys, if you've been watching the Ultimate Human podcast for any length of time, you know that one thing I do not do is push products. I do not just let any advertiser into this space because I believe that the products that appear on the Ultimate Human podcast should be things that I use every day in my life to improve my own physiology. One of them is something called the Echo Go Plus. The Echo Go Plus is a hydrogen water generator that you can take on the go. You essentially take the top off of this bottle, you pour bottled water in this and repeatedly it will make high part per million hydrogen water you press this little button you'll see these bubbles going up in the water that's hydrogen being created in the water there are all kinds of peer-reviewed published clinical studies on the benefits of hydrogen water including reduced inflammation better
better absorption of your supplements, better absorption of your foods, better balance of the stomach acid, and it feeds an entire class of bacteria in your gut. Hydrogen water, in my opinion, is the most beneficial water that you can drink, and now you can take it wherever you go. You can go to echo, E-C-H-O, h2o.com that's echo echo h2o.com enter the code ultimate 10 for a discount echo h2o enter the code ultimate 10 for a discount and now back to the ultimate human podcast on well i mean when when we met um you know we we decided we would take a deep dive and get some data so yeah. we we did a gene test and 2022 is probably fucking that was almost two years ago, so yeah. that was like... Oh, yeah. You want, you want, that was probably you, really you, bad. You want to hear the numbers? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I know you know these, but you might have forgotten them. Um, so some of the things that we looked at were, you know, how's the, how's the liver doing? Like, I mean, you know, Oh, that was probably partying. down in the dumps. Oh, it was it was taking quite the beating, my friend. Was it? Yeah, it was taking quite the beating. So there, what was it on like a scale of one to ten? Um, like on the rankings? Like a two. If ten, really? If ten is really good and one is like... Two gonna, out of ten gonna, liver gonna function. It's like two out of That's ten, two, dope, though, three actually. out of ten. Um, so there's a measure of like the enzymes, the amount of inflammation, the amount of irritation in the liver. These were triple digit in some cases. So AST. you know I wasn't lying. Oh, you definitely weren't lying. Yeah. Okay. The, these, if you want to know if he was really partying, I can prove that he was partying right okay. here. Um, so when the you know what happens in the liver is like when you when it gets inflamed or irritated, it slows down its filtration rate. So the poison levels rise, something called alkaline phosphatase. Um, the enzymes rise, AST, ALT. So these are these are through the roof. Um, the cholesterol level for, at the time, 27-year-old um, male was through the roof. You have virtually no vitamin D3 in your bloodstream. Um, very high levels of sugar in the blood. Your hemoglobin A1C, like the, the three-month average of your blood sugar. And for a 27-year-old male, your testosterone was in the mid-300s, right? So you can see that the body is not performing like a 27-year-old male because the liver's inflamed, the kidneys are a little irritated, you know, testosterone's down, um, you know, your, your blood fat's high, you know, kind of hormones are off, your sugars are really high, you're on your way to being pre-diabetic. And, and, and the reason why I put this message out there, and I appreciate you allowing yourself to be vulnerable is that there's a lot of 27 year olds running around right now that don't think they can be killed by a bullet right like they're yeah. they're still living their best life and not maybe realizing you know maybe now is the time to make the shift and you fast forward to today i mean i think most people are familiar with your change you know we have a lot of overlapping you know followers out there but it is astounding what you've done physically but internally um i mean your liver function is through the roof now. now there's no information. It? There's no inflammation. So like out of 10, what is it now? Um, like a 9.5. Whoa. Almost a 10. You know, your your enzymes in your liver show no inflammation, no irritation. Your poison levels, the alkaline phosphatase is way down. The filtering rate of your kidneys is through the roof. It's gone from in the 70s to like 117, which for anybody that knows what that number is, EGFR, tells me how quickly is blood moving through your kidneys. So the more inflamed they get, the slower the blood goes through. The slower the blood goes through, the more the poison levels, blood urea, nitrogen, creatinine. So these things start, you know, creeping up. Your sugars are perfect. You know, 
hemoglobin A1C, the three-month average of your blood sugar. You're no longer insulin resistant. Your triglycerides are perfect. Your cholesterol is in a great range. Um, your testosterone's in the 860, almost 900 range, right? And you're not, I want to just make it known, you're not on testosterone, right? We, um, you know, our clinical team did not put you on, on, on hormones. And so aside from getting the testing and, t and taking some multivitamins and getting on the, on, on the program, like what are some of the changes you made lifestyle-wise, exercise-wise, sleep-wise? Because these are major, major I think changes. even when I met you, when we did our first initial test, I was always just in and out of the gym. Okay. So I'd be consistent for like a month, and then I would travel, which I had to do for work, and yeah. you know, film, and then we'd be partying, and then I'd kind of fall off, and then when I'd come back home, I'd try to pick it up again. Yeah. But I think in my mind, I was, I kind of was just making a mental excuse, I think, that I was like, kind of whenever I traveled, I was like, oh, it's going to be impossible. Like, I was like, there's no way, like, I'm going to be, in, just take three days I'm gonna be in a just... different city every three days, <clears throat> like, it's, I'm not going to get access to good food. So I think I was just creating that mental excuse mm. in my mind. So, you know, when I was, when you're home, it's definitely 10 times easier. Right. On the road, it's definitely a challenge to find good food. And like, you know, you might be in the airport, you might be hungry, and there's only like sandwiches and pizza yeah. and shit. So it does make it tough, but there's definitely ways to get it done. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think just this summer, I kind of honestly just hit like a breaking point. Yeah. Like it was so much partying. And like, I just, after one weekend, I put it on my Instagram, called it the legendary Toronto bender. Yeah. And it was just three days just partying with my hometown boys. Just, oh boy. we just went crazy. I want to write a book about it one day. I think, but, um, <laughs> Tell all of them. Or make a movie. Yeah. yeah. But, um, after that, I was just like, yo, like, I got to make a change. Yeah. Like, I seriously have to. I remember the call, actually. Yeah. And you were like, I'm ready, dude. Yeah. I want to go. And it just clicked. All in. Yeah. Balls out. So I want to be specific about what we did. So first, we put you on a methylated multivitamin called yeah. 10X Optimize. And what this was designed to do was to give you all the nutrients you're deficient in, methylfolate, B-complex, um, the specific B vitamins like methylcobalamin. These are just vitamins and uh, you know amino acids that are already in your bloodstream, but we just dose them properly for you. Um, because the liver was like irritated and inflamed, we use something called glutathione. And, and glutathione is the most prevalent antioxidant in the human body. Mm -hmm. It's actually made by the liver. Every single cell in your body contains glutathione. So we started you on a glutathione supplement. You could see your liver enzymes, the you know, liver just calming down, like the efficiency of it coming back. And then um, we did simple things like IVs, you know, nutrient IVs. I know you're a big fan of those. Mm -hmm. We started yep. to make sure that you were hydrating. You're on the hydrogen water bandwagon now. And and then you made the electrolytes you told every morning. Yeah, yeah. Electrolytes every morning because you you were working out, I think, before you were eating. Uh -huh. So electrolytes and amino acids in, in in the morning before workouts. And then you really put in the work. I mean, when you take the toxic load off the body and then you give it the raw materials it needs to do its job, glutathione, methylated multivitamins, sodium in your water in the morning. Um, and now, like today, I was pretty impressed because you, you've been here all day and, and you had your food delivered, um, not from Uber Eats, but you actually had, you know, the chef, chef that made yeah. your stuff. And, you know, I'm super impressed by that. And what are, like, once you feel the way you feel now, how hard is it to stay on the it's program? A, it's it's easy. Because, yeah. yeah, like you said, it's just like, what I basically said was like, listen, I, I still like going out. I like having fun, obviously. So I was like, I'm just going to keep it to once a week. Yeah. Once a week. Every week, I'm going to earn the send. 
That's what I called it. Earn the, earn earn the, the sense. sense. So it's like, like Monday to <laughs> Monday to Saturday morning. Like Saturday yeah. morning, I'd still hit a lift. Maybe yeah. even a two a day before the send Saturday night. Go back and okay. run some cardio. The send Saturday. <laughs> yes. Every every Saturday was a send. Okay. And then Sunday's a rest day. Like Saturday, you go out, you have fun. Sunday, probably maybe do some cardio. Maybe okay. a little cheat meal Sunday too. Okay. And then back to work Monday. So I did that and I said, I'm going to do this for 120 days. And I found the best way that I, I just had to put some mental pressure on myself too. Mm. So once I got you on board and I knew, all right, Gary's got my back. Now I got to do what I got to do. Right. And I just posted it and I said like, yo, I'm doing this. And I just wanted to put pressure put on myself. In a box. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew the fans would roast me if I didn't do it. Right. So I was like, I'm going to put pressure on myself. I'm going to do this. And then I just stuck to that one send a week, 120 days. And I was on the road for two months. Wow. At one point. Yeah. And you like never two months and you never missed. So what's like a typical day for you? If I, I was at a, a day on the road, if I was at a, like, and sometimes I'd have to go to three, like three bars a week. So wow. I would just like, I would, I would go in and I would just have like three happy dads and chill. Right. And I wouldn't like, if there was chicks at the bar, let's say one wanted to come back or something. Like yeah. I was like, no, like I'm going to bed. I'm right. waking up. I'm working out. Like, right. There's just, there's so many temptations. Right. And yeah. everyone's always trying to drag you out. Yo, come out to this, come out to this. I'm like, Unless it was my night to party, I did not go. Dude, I didn't care awesome. who it was. I don't care what it was. I was like, this is what I have to do. Dude, I love that because I, I always talk, I, I talk a lot about like keeping small promises to yourself, like simple things. Like I'm going to go to bed at 10 o'clock tonight and then go to bed the at 10 o'clock. The structure is important. Yeah. Now and, what and I have. The structure is yeah. important keeping that, keeping that structure for yourself because like, yeah, you promised the fans, but also internally you promised yourself. I promised myself. Yeah, yeah that was more for me. And yeah, I was just like, you offend a lot of people as well, too, because no one really understands. And I think for us, too, like everyone's always trying to box you into like a certain category. Right. So right. they're always boxing me. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, you're the partier, you're the drinker. Like, right. So it's like you do offend, I think, some people. And they're like, what do you mean you don't want to come out? Like, right. Like they think it's because of them. And it's like, dude, I'm just trying to like I'm on this mission for myself. Right you have to, you might offend some people to get where you want to be. Right. Yeah. So, so what is a typical day? Like on, especially on the road during that. Yeah. During that I would. So for the first 60 days, I pretty much kind of did like keto. Okay. I cut grains. Yeah. So, so smart. no rice, no bread, mm -hmm. just yeah. Like high fats, high protein. So and, good. And you, all, you instantly feel yeah, better. And then just, I was just eating meat and cucumbers pretty much Really. for 60 days. Yeah. And like avocado, like fats, healthy right. fats. Okay. So kind of keto variant, and I guess. Also like easy carnivore. To get when you're on the road. Like exactly. It was more of a that. mental thing because we're always eating at restaurants, right? So I think in my head, if I was like, all right, I'm allowed to have healthy carbs, mm -hmm. then when that bread comes to the table, you're kind of like, okay, well, I can have like a, a piece of white bread. But if it's right. no carbs, it's like, right. yo, I can't. I can't eat that bread. I can't have carbs. Right. So it was, it's more of a mental thing, I think, just cutting cutting grains and like bread mm -hmm. totally. It helped me sustain it on the road. And how much, how soon did you start to feel better? Like how quickly did it kick in and you were like, okay, I'm on something? Like pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was tough at first to cut those grains. Yeah. But after like a month, I really saw, you know, I was losing fat. I was burning fat. And yeah. then, yeah, I would do, I'd pretty much do a lift every morning. And then I would do conditioning after the lift, like a hit circuit style mm -hmm. workout for like 30 minutes. And so that in the was beginning, intense. were you just like, fuck. This no, because brutal, I was or? always, I was always like in and out of the gym. So okay. I wasn't totally like physical performance wise. I wasn't right. totally like out of shape. It was right. definitely hard. The hit shit's hard. The yeah, circuit, yeah, yeah. Like burpees and circuit yeah. stuff. But yeah, I would do that. And then at night I would also do 45 minutes of steady state. 
Wow. So I would do a two a day, six days a week. Wow. Maybe if it was legs, I would not do conditioning that day. Yeah. But I and did that. And the mirror starts responding fast too. You're like, it's, you go to brush your teeth and you're like, whoa. And the other thing I actually did to, to keep myself accountable is I, I said that during the process, I'm going to post a weekly photo yeah. every single Friday to oh. on, on Instagram. And the reason I did that was because keep the yourself. second, yeah, keep myself accountable. Accountability was really key. Yeah. It's like if it's like in high school, like some teachers didn't check your homework and some did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and if you the teachers that didn't check your homework, like you probably didn't do it. Like, yeah. You need you need to <laughs> have so that true. like you need to have that like constant. You know, there needs to be a consequence. Yeah. You know, so whenever there was a temptation on the road or something, I always thought like, oh, okay, like there's this one party tonight. Like this does sound dope. Like, but I'm like shit. I gotta post a photo in three days. And if yeah. I, and if it looks like shit, I'm gonna get roasted. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fuck that. I'm going to bed. All right. Did you so, ever like miss one of those or were you like really focused on? No, I like, I don't, by the way, I like those bites. I don't goals. think, I don't think I cracked. The only reason I would ever do it if it, if it was happy dad related, business related, mm. like if I had to go out to like a bar, but right. if it wasn't my night to party, I just kept it. Like I would just chill, have some casuals, not go like crazy. Right. The key was going to bed at a good time to where I could get enough sleep. Cause I'd have to wake up like on the road. We'd have to leave sometimes at like nine thirty nine thirty AM the next day. Mm. So I would you, have to. Were you driving to most of these places? Were you flying? Kind little, of a combo. Both. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was catching a flight at 10 a.m. So if yeah. you have to have flight at 10 a.m., you got to be there at nine. So I'd have to get enough sleep to be able to wake up, hit a lift, eat. Yeah. Get in that car to get to the airport. Yeah. So it was all about just time management and. Yeah, I mean now you know my you gotta sleep knows too, right? Like, you got that's the most important. Yeah. I mean it was about just getting to bed. Yeah. Not just getting to bed and staying on your phone for three hours because yeah. that can happen. Get to too. bed, get that sleep because I'm also doing a two a day. Yeah, so it's like if I'm not sleeping, then I'm. But you know, I think I think when you start doing two a days, it actually helps you sleep because you get that good so time tired. tired. Yeah. Like right now, right around ten thirty, um, if I'm not in bed, my body starts powering me. Down I'm out by like because I'm yeah I'm I'm up at five thirty six, but yeah. but um but even even being up at nine, your body no, will start out to by power. nine. Oh, you're out by nine. <laughs> like nine yeah. like nine thirty like yeah. What time are you in the gym in the mornings? seven yeah so you know when you when you know like i say everybody sees what what happens on the outside i mean what what's happening on the inside is is the real magic because you know i i love that that you're setting short-term goals and you, the, you know the mirror is kind of giving you this feedback that you're on the right but i track. feel physically i yeah. feel amazing too but internally you're like feel like you're thinking more clearly and like your short-term memories more and you're contributing to your business so just happier going yeah and just happier way happier yeah i mean like sick fat tired people a, are a not healthy, building yeah. empires yeah. you know yeah um but so so back to the business i mean now um you got your health in check you know you're partying one day a week um you know you're feeling better like what kind of impact is it having on the business what's going on with uh full send happy dad like where is this machine going yeah well, i think the impact it's had on me is like yeah it just makes you better at everything you do right when you're yeah. mentally focused and clear and you create that like accountability for yourself. You mm -hmm. learn to apply it to all other areas of your life, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, when we're waking up and you're hitting a lift and then you're doing a cold plunge in the yeah. morning, 
bro, you're ready. To yeah, take, yeah, you're, yeah. We just you're did ready one too. To, like, you're yeah. ready to take on the day after yeah. that. Like nothing's Every stopping you. Every time we get like, in the steam room, he's like, man, I fucking love this steam room, oh, dude. Yeah. This is my favorite thing Well, your thing setup's your insane here. That's so dope. Yeah, I love it. I and love man, coming here. I'm yeah. like, you think we're going to be able to do recovery shit too? Yeah, yeah, no, we always We do. always try to sneak into that room and you're like, yeah, get in there. Yeah, I can't wait to show the thing with you with the goggles with the hydrogen in the eyes, the ears, the nose, the red light. Then we did steam, cold punch, hydrogen baths. Um, it's awesome. When you start getting into that kind of thing, you just, you realize how good it makes you feel. And then those become your drugs yeah, of choice. I love when, yeah, the drug of choice thing is like every, not just the cold plunge, but yeah, the workouts, the whole, that's my, I'm addicted to it. Yeah. That's, and that's what feels so good now Yeah, is that I'm not like trying to do something anymore. Like I physically can't not do it. Yeah. Like I'm actually, it is like a drug. Yeah. Like, I saw I Dana White posted the other day. He said uh, cold plunge addict or something. Yeah. I think he was in Bali and he was having these people build a cold yeah. plunge there. Yeah. You know, he ships them to hotels, to yachts, to wherever he's going. It's like, fu it's like fun too. Yeah, to like, yeah. yeah. It's fun to figure it out. Yeah. And like, it's funny. I was, um, I was at like the, the opening of the Fountain Blue. And shit, yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, I was I was leaving in the in the morning to go downstairs to the gym and I saw this dude coming down the um hallway with a huge pillowcase full of ice. And I was like, You doing a cold plunge? He's like, Yeah, man, I follow your shit, dude. You got me into it. And he was walking in the hallway with it, but he had gone down to the ice machine with like and got a pillowcase full of that's ice. That's awesome. Um to dump it, dump it into the tub. But that's that's so awesome. But so with Happy Dad, yeah. It was that yeah, where, yeah, ha yeah, Happy Dad's it, Happy Dad's our now? main Happy Dad is our main business venture that we're focused on okay we have, like we have a few other things that we're doing too but happy dad is that minimum billion dollar play for us That's for sure great, for sure and yeah we just um i mean the traction you guys have snoop dogg um you know dana white in the ufc mm -hmm. i mean just you know where the associations i see with your brand now when you think of where you came from and, and building it organically from you know, a non-paid YouTube channel to where it is now. And you hear about these certain tipping points, choosing the right partners, making a choice in your health, um, you know, uh, switching to, you know, merch from trying to just monetize YouTube. I mean, these are really important decisions. I think really important tipping points on the, on the journey. Yeah. And now, um, so what happy dad now is on its way to a 2024 is going to be huge for a year for us. Yeah. And like I said, what with the planning? partners, like Sammy's an absolute, fucking robot that guy I, I know, like he's I, I, I he's the ceo of that. happy dad he yeah. he's running the operation and that guy does not stop he's the hardest worker yeah i know by far he does not stop yeah he's do you always, think the mullet has anything to do with it it or, must because he because he just recently got the mullet i'm just wondering if that <laughs> yeah it must be the mullet i don't know what it is but yeah he'll go out like he'll be at the club with us and then like he'll like be doing emails like two hours later like he's always on his laptop he's always doing emails he's He's just like, he's dialed. He's yeah, the definition yeah, he's of dialed. And then John is obviously just like a genius too, yeah. like in every way. And, and he's, he's, been, he's another one of the hardest too. workers I know. Yeah. Super hard worker. He killed his health journey too. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on an amazing health journey with him, you know, um, before his wedding, you know, he really wanted to flick the switch. And, and even on the podcast, he was like, I used to wake up in the morning and I used to pray that my wife would not find me dead in bed. And I was like, wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's intense and that's a gripping moment when you know you've got a business venture that's taking off and you're engaged and you're getting married and you, know, you have those kind of thoughts on your mind but he has been and sammy both have been incredibly generous to me too i mean they they reached out to me when i first started the podcast and they're like dude we want to get behind this yeah. we want to help you i don't own a bit of it but i want to treat it like it's my own i mean they 
they plugged us into Spotify. I mean, John's done. Yeah, John just likes to likes to see people that he cares about. He really does, too. man. It's such a rare. And he, I think he likes just helping. He likes helping. Like if he sees potential in you and he knows what like you yeah. could do, he, he likes to help and get you to that. Yeah, he does, and and he and he does a lot of giving without the expectation of receipt. So I, I yeah. mean, he deserves a massive shout out. Hey guys, I think the most important website you may ever go to is theultimatehuman.com. That's the ultimatehuman.com because on this website we can directly interact with one another you can give me suggestions for podcast guests and topics that you'd like to see me cover you can ask me any question that you'd like more importantly you can sign up for my entirely free newsletter it comes out every single week i write this so i can get the information to the masses on how to live a healthier happier longer chemical free life. You can also sign up for a pre-order of my book. And if you'd like to take the genetic test that I talk about all the time, it's available there too. And lastly, you can even see all of the products that I use in my daily life for a chemical free, healthy living style. A lot of people ask me, you know, what do you use in your daily life, Gary? What do you brush your teeth with and clean your countertops with? Well, it's all there if you'd like to see it. And you can again, ask me any question that you'd like and get my free newsletter theultimatehuman.com. I promise you that information will help change the trajectory of your life. And now back to the Ultimate Human Podcast. But but with Happy Dad, yeah, we're launching uh, we're launching Canada in February. Oh wow! So we're launching only in the US now, only right? in the US. Yeah, so we're pretty much launching an entirely new country, which is going to be that's where I started. So it, it it's going to be insane. Like yeah, Canada. Yeah, the, yeah it's going to be crazy. Now is Canada kind of like the US? Is it? I mean, obviously alcohol is regulated, but yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's in Ontario, which is Toronto. Ontario is a population of like 15 million people. Holy. Yeah. Toronto is the third biggest city in North America out of like US. I think it's like oh, LA, wow. New York, Toronto, or Chicago. Okay. Third or fourth. So Toronto is like a massive And is there a lot of big American brands up there you're competing with too? Yeah, it's the same brands. Yeah. So it's the same thing, but we're going to, just because that's where we started, the fans yeah. that I told you about that wear merch from like nine years ago. Yeah. That's our like base. Yeah. So they're going to go crazy for that. And then I know Sammy announced it on your pod, but yeah, Happy Dad's not just going to be like a seltzer yeah. company. I, I personally think that any alcohol that tastes good, that's like a good product mm -hmm. with the Happy Dad name, I think it could live on. So we're, we're yeah. launching a, a hard tea. A hard tea? I know Sammy announced it on your pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. And we weren't supposed to. Sammy just jumped the gun. <laughs> Sammy jumped the gun with that announcement. Public, so fuck public, you. Fuck you, Sammy. We didn't that out, Max. Yeah, Sammy's, like don't, just it Sammy's like, don't announce that anywhere and shit. I watched that he announced it. So. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> don't say a word except yeah. on the Ultimate Human Podcast. We're launching a hard tea, which is going to be, I think it could be even bigger than the seltzer. It's, it is so good. Really? And if you look at other brands, like all the the beer categories beer categories obviously going down mm -hmm. like in on the the data beer categories thrown down seltzer is even dipping as well just because it had such a big spike yeah happy dad's growing we're one of the only seltzers that are growing in our category wow but the tea category is is absolutely booming wow yeah so we kind of got like lucky we started it over a year ago too it took us same thing a long yeah. time to taste test but um yeah, other brands have like, like I said, like 26 grams of sugar. Yeah, that's insane. A pop. Yeah. Ours is going to, and again, it's not healthy, but right. ours has one gram of sugar. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, the worst and thing it, is combining it, sugar and, the, and alcohol. And when we came up with that concept to make a lower sugar one, I, I was like, all right, well, it's going to taste a lot worse probably. Yeah. But then when I tried it's ours, I was like, taste. 
holy shit, this is fucking gold. So Dude, that's so awesome. I know. I feel like I'm just getting too excited about it, but it tastes <laughs> it tastes so good. I can't wait till you guys yeah, try no, it. Yeah, no, I can't wait, dude. I'm, so I'm, I'm fired. That's going to be a bomb for us. I think we're going to announce a, a pretty crazy signing, like someone like out of this world. Really? Like one of the most famous people on the planet. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. When you guys have had, I mean, the podcast especially, I mean, you guys have had some insane guests on your podcast yeah. uh, who I, I i mean it's hard to answer that i mean i get asked it all the time too like who are i would say some of your favorite guests elon musk donald trump yeah Post i think Malone, i think dana I, white i mean it's yeah. hard i think to, i have to say trump trump yeah. is like just my personal favorite yeah. i like the first time and the way it went down Dana, you know dana got him yeah. for us, obviously oh right? he did yeah 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 when, when you did it in atlanta right we did no. it where did we do the first one because you've been on Air Force One. We right? did it at Mar-a-Lago, the first one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But we went on Air Force One with yeah. again with Dana. Yeah. So like, yeah, we so were tr- Dana, you, Steve, me, Steve, Salim. No, Salim. This Salim's been on Air Force One, and I haven't yeah. been on Air and Force I'm, One. And I'm I'm Canadian too, I, I so truly, I'm not even me. American. So, yeah. <laughs> You're not even American. I want to go on Air Force but One. But no, Dana knew we were Trump fans, right? Yeah. So then he called us. He's like, "Are you guys like actually Trump fans?" And we're like, "Yeah." And then he's like, "We went to uh, Fight Week." in the COVID bubble in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time we met Dana. Yep. And then two weeks later, he's like, yo. Like, How did you connect with Dana? Like, what was that connection? His son was a fan, Dana Jr. Uh, Dana Jr. fucked with our videos. Yeah. And he put Dana onto the videos. Yeah. And then Dana thought they were, like, funny, I guess. Yeah. And um, I think he's, yeah, he probably saw the value of, like, you know, we could maybe help with the UFC, too. And I think he just fucked with us. And, yeah, we when we met, though, we just became friends and same shit. Yeah. Just hit it off. Yeah. And, like, I personally, like, I've wa- I've been watching UFC since like high school. Yeah. I like I've looked but up. But now you go in the VIP area. It's all happy yeah. dad. But like all as over an entrepreneur, walls. like yeah. I've followed Dana White's story since like the beginning. Yeah. Like what? Like it's crazy that I'm even able to call him a friend. Like yeah. I've literally he's someone I looked up to and like he inspired Same. me. Like the way they built the UFC and like everyone just sees what it is now. Yeah, him and the Fertitas. But like, dude, and- the UFC, the hurdles and like the battles of every state they had to go through. Yeah. Like, dude, Dana White is literally the GOAT. So, like, yeah. I literally said if if we ever did something with the UFC, it'd be a dream come true. And now that I can actually call him a friend is, like, yeah. what is life? Crazy. You know what I mean? So he reached out to you, and he was like, you want to go on Air Force One? And you were like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, I think I think that, I mean, our goal is to kind of help, I guess, Trump with, like, the young vote, I guess, right? Yeah. Or, like, the younger vote. Oh, the fucking Sammy's calling me. <laughs> you can throw him on speakerphone and be like, hey, we're on a podcast, dude. Yo, Sammy. I'm just on, uh, I'm doing Ultimate Human right now. We're shooting a podcast right now. You're live on the podcast, buddy. (laughs) Awesome. I doubled doubled down on your hard T announcement since you jumped the gun and announced it on (laughs) Ultimate Human. (laughs) Don't don't think I didn't see that. Don't think I didn't see that and you said don't announce hard T. I mean, Gary, Gary put me on the spot. Yeah, I put him on the spot. All right. Hit me up later. I call me about Canada. Okay. All right. Peace. Um, see, he's working, yeah. dude, shout out to Sammy. But so he calls you and he's like, um, g- cause obviously it can help get to the younger vote, but, um, and we were supposed were to interview like, him. We were shit. supposed to interview him then actually. So we were supposed to, this was before the last election. Okay. 2016, 2020. Okay. Yeah. And we were supposed to interview him then. So we went on air force one. We were going to do the interview. We we're all ready to do it. And then last minute they got cold feet. 
uh, I think Trump got cold feet or okay. someone on his team did. And they're just <clears> like, hey, listen, like, this is really tight right now. We just don't want to take chances with anything going on. Like, they, right. didn't, they probably didn't trust us, too, you know? Yeah, like, they were like, why would they? I'm surprised we were like, even, we're like, we're we don't even, these yeah. people on Air Force One. I know. We don't even know why we're on the plane. Like, we're yeah. just like, yeah, we honestly get it. Like, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get, trust yeah. it. Yeah. But, we don't know why we're here either. But we just met him and they said, yeah. you can come in his office, you can film him, but... Like, we're just going to keep it chill. We're not going to do an interview. So, yeah, we walked into his office on Air Force One with Dana, and it was just fucking crazy, man. And he was wow. just, like, exactly like he is on TV. Like, just wow. the exact same. Yeah, I've just met him a number of times, too. soaks up all the energy in the room, and just, yeah. he was complimenting us, calling us good-looking. And Yeah. You know, I know, and how old is he? 70, like. Yeah, he's on he's Talk on about an ultimate human. Yeah. How does that guy, I wonder that, like, how at that age are you able to, like, like they must he not is. sleep much. They must and, and like the stress that he's the stress. Be I mean, yeah. So in any case, you get you get on Air Force One. When did you actually do the interview with him? Um, we did the interview. I don't even know exactly what the date was. To be honest, it was like a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, it was and when did he um sit down on a podcast. It was when the Russia, the Russia Ukraine war just broke out. Okay, so we thought that would be kind of a good time to reach out to them and say, hey, we want to get you on the pod. So we asked Dana. Mm-hmm. And Dana's like, let me call him. Yeah. So Dana just calls him. <laughs> yeah, let me call him. 24 hours, fucking calls me. He's like, I think he said, like, who's your fucking daddy or some shit. Yeah, like, that like, sounds like something like that. Or like something dad. like that. Yeah. And I was like, what? He's like, Trump's in. No. I was like, Were you whoa. Like, we freaked the fuck out. Yeah. He's like, yep, someone from the someone from the his team's gonna be reaching out to you shortly. And then you went there. And he's and, just like, love you, buddy. Call and he just Doop. sat down. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was sat like, down and fuck. just ripped that interview. Yeah, and then we just pulled up. We did it, and it went super viral. It got 7 million views in 24 hours. Wow. And he literally said on the pod, he's like, YouTube's going to delete this. He did? He did, yeah. And they did? He said, YouTube's going to take this down. And I was like, no, they're not. Because I, they, I thought YouTube wouldn't be that obvious to take it down. I was like, right. that'd be too obvious if they took it down. But Trump's like, no, they're going to take it down. It's like, all right, 7 million views, 24 hours, deleted. No. Yeah. No. What did they cite? For they you, said because uh, their policy was you can't talk about election fraud. Oh. But they actually reversed that policy like two months ago. Hmm. So now you can talk. Like it's actually they sent the notice like, hey, these are our new changes. Like you're allowed to talk about election fraud now, <laughs> no, which is weird. Know. So they should honestly reinstate that pod. But I wonder if you could throw it back We should out. try. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. But um, I get 15 percent of that. 100%. Whatever, oh, whatever the ad got sales you. are. <laughs> got you. <laughs> We're not making any Yeah, there's sales, no ad so, money oh, on that shoot. one for sure. All right, so but, that's um, not my get-rich-quick scheme. But, yeah, and, but it, was, it kind of, again, when something like bad happens, it kind of works out in your favor too because it yeah. made it so big. Yeah. And then like that night, tr uh, Trump went on Fox and he's like shouting us out on Fox. He's no. Like, just did an interview with the Nelk Boys. Wow. Fine, fine gentlemen. Like, fine just, gentlemen. Like, like, you know what I mean? And then he was like shouting us out at rallies. Really? Yeah. Like he's like, I just did an interview. Like, you know, the Trump rallies. Yeah, yeah, he's of like, course. oh, just did an interview That's with so the wild. Nelk Boys. Like, and we're like, what the yeah, fuck is going this is on? Crazy. Bro? So did you redistribute it other places? On other yeah, we platforms? threw it up on like uh Twitter, I think, and we put it on Spotify. Okay. You probably throw it on Rumble. Yeah, we I think we put it on Rumble too. Okay, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um but he's uh, my favorite for sure. Yeah. I mean, Elon and, and was guys, obviously legendary too. Yeah, Elon's legendary. But I just and, Trump's and just such a beauty. Like he's just so funny. Yeah, he's so I, I like Elon because he's so like philosophically intelligent with oh, of the course. way that he speaks. Whether you like him or love him, and I know he's getting a lot of hate right now, but like he I, I saw him talking about the 
the appearance of doing good versus the actions of doing good and how he loathes the fact that people out of one side of their mouth, you know, talk about espouse all these good things that they're doing, but their actions are really evil. Mm. And he and he just and he just calls it out. And he may lose tens of billions of dollars on yeah. um Twitter, you know, uh on that on that acquisition. He was cool, yeah. But he he sat with us for like four hours too. Yeah. Crushed like six or seven happy dads. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he smoked could, weed on Joe Rogan's so. Yeah, he can he can slam him. He can he slam him. He's a big dude, isn't he? Yeah, he's big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Trump he's, is actually he's really a big cool. dude too. He was sick. That's awesome. Um so th- getting back to um the the health journey because I I, I want to really drive home like the impact that it's had. So uh talk a little bit about the mental aspect. Like what's happened to your like mentally, how much better off are you? I mean, obviously, you look a lot better. You look amazing. Um, you're feeling better. You're sleeping better. But like, how's the mental game? Like, what are some things you've noticed? Like I said, I think it just, yeah, it falls into everything else, every aspect of business. You know, I just feel like I'm less lazy. I'm more, yeah, like less lazy definitely I think is a huge one. Yeah. Like not making as many excuses. Like if I have to do, whether it's like, researching a podcast or just mm-hmm. any task I have to do in the day. Yeah. I feel like I'm a lot less mentally lazy, if wow. that makes any sense. I'm not creating as many excuses in my mind. Um, yeah, I think it's just, you're just more dialed, like, in yeah. every way. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, that's so that's so awesome. It's it's short-term recall. It's, it's your... It's your it's your memory. It's your cognitive function. It's that clean, clear, waking energy that you have. Confidence. It's the confidence there. That's so awesome. Well, um, and then physically, obviously, just you just feel great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you no, you feel you feel great, and when you feel great, you're you're more available for your business. I mean, I always say it's like it's like the the hub of the wheel. You know, it touches every single spoke of the wheel, right? Yeah, and it exactly. touches your relationships. It touches your um touches your business, your partnerships. I mean, just at your self-esteem, your Uh self-image. You know, I love how you talked about just keeping those small promises to yourself, putting some fencing around yourself. So you said, I'm going to post this thing every Friday. Um, I'm going to do two a days. You know, I I mean, it's... And I think just for like, even just like if like, you know, like I think everyone will get anxiety. Like I would get anxiety sometimes too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... We actually talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would get, I would get anxiety sometimes, especially after long benders yeah <laughs> anxiety no dopamine yeah just yeah, anxiety crashed. like depression days where you're just feeling down and stuff like that too so i think this provides you know everything i've done with you too it just provides like a consistent like base for all that stuff to kind of go away or yeah. like very severely limit it yeah you know if i'm getting anxiety or i'm feeling depressed it's because i'm fucking up on my on my shit for sure yeah or i'm doing stuff that i shouldn't be doing like it's such a all the stuff is such a natural cure yeah to all that stuff so it is like it's, it's crazy like i that's would why never I always say i wish people could feel that high because they wouldn't chase anything else 100 percent. that's why i always use the term drug of choice like yeah the cold punch is my drug of choice because nothing makes i look you forward to for it longer. honestly like it's just I, I love waking up early yeah like yeah. If, when you set your alarm for 5 30 yeah. And you wake up and it's just so, it's dark in the morning. It's yeah. peaceful. I love that. You wake up and yeah, do your routine, hit your workout. Yeah. Do a plunge and sauna. Yeah. Like but most days, like by the time I make it down my hallway and out onto the um, balcony in the fir- in its first light and it's just coming on and it's before like, it's like all the police sirens and all the construction noise. Yeah. 
and it's just like this low hum. It's the best part of your out day. In the city, yeah, and the water's so calm, and the sun's coming up. It's, I don't know, man. I think it's it's hard to not have, and it. it's hard to explain it to people. I find too, because even after my when I did my transformation, a lot of people hit me up and they're like, well, like, how'd you do it? And, but it's always the most simple shit you're yeah. telling them, right? It's like, dude, just get in there, like be consistent. Like, but I think it clicks for, it clicks for everyone at a certain best. time. Yeah. It's hard to convince people. I think everyone hits that point themselves. Yeah. And until you hit it yourself, you're never going to be really consistent. You know, you yeah. gotta, it's gotta click in your own mind. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, um, dude, this has been amazing. Yeah. Dude, this is I've, this has been a long time coming, and I'm glad we got to really chop it up like yeah. this. But and I appreciate you taking me on. I know you got a lot of huge A-listers and stuff, so I appreciate you're always. No, I remember getting that call from up. you, and yeah. you're like, "I'm dead serious," and I'm like, "I'll go on this journey with you." But I was like, "I don't like to fail," yeah. and I want to, you know, you 100%. you convinced me that you were committed, and you were, man. You flicked that switch, and I mean, the transformation proves it. The la I always say, labs don't lie. Um, you, you you can't hide from the data, so the data proves it and nothing makes me happier than being a part of this part of people's journey and then watching them crush it in other areas of their life because we've been able to just get their health right right um so I, I i wind down every podcast by asking every podcast guest the same question and there's no right or wrong answer about it but i always like to know what do you, what do you think or what does it mean to you to be an ultimate human i think I think everybody's different and I think it's just it probably simmers down to just like being the best being the best in like what you do in your field mm -hmm. I think you know everyone has a different job and everyone has different roles but I think just being the best being the best performing I don't even know actually like the Be, best version of yourself best version of yourself yeah <clears throat> yeah and being able to do like what you're supposed to do at at the highest performance. And do you feel like at 30, you're now the best version of yourself? Yeah. Do you feel like you're a better version I think of yourself so. I now think as like, yeah, 20s? like as I'm kind of like a leader as in this group that I'm in, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, me, I have to be an ultimate human to be like the best leader I could be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, brother, thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you. you thank on. you. This has been Congrats amazing. on the pod. It's yeah. amazing. So thank you so much. Appreciate you. Hey guys. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed the podcast. Kyle Forgard. I will put links below to happy dad and everything that we talked about on the podcast today. Give these guys, um, you know, a follow. And if you haven't had a happy dad seltzer, we actually had them back here on the shelf. <laughs> I, I don't. Someone crushed them. Um, yeah. There was a lot of them back there. I did not um, drink them, but as always, that's just science.